0: Welcome back to the most important podcast in the world. I'm your host Reese Wood, and on this episode, Matt Nemitz. Matt specializes in multidisciplinary design. What does that mean? We're gonna find out, and uh, it spans quite a bit. It's it's you're gonna to have to find out in the episode. But Matt also runs a couple businesses, Focal Fuse, and also Bopper. But uh, you can find Bopper at boppr.com, focalfuse, uh, just like it sounds, focalfuse.com, and uh, what he does with bopper is pretty amazing. If if you're trying to get out of the Flintstone age where you're using business cards, uh, I guess you know there's there's got to be a reason to still use those. But if you're trying to get past that and you're looking for the the next technology, uh, the next big thing or innovation that's That's what Matt's doing with Bopper. It's a way to connect with other people, businesses, uh, other creators, anyone that has a smartphone. So you can connect with anyone. Matt does so many different things when it comes to design. I know I've actually uh, inquired with him in the past about other projects. He did a project back in 2015 uh, when I was doing a morning show on community radio. He helped me uh, basically donated a logo to me I believe back then but he also helped with the logo for this very show the most important podcast in the world and that that is no small task uh, understandably right uh, I also I also want to mention if if you go to focalfuse.com check out his store uh, Matt has so many cool things there but one of them I had to pick up this week, he has a shirt that says, character is currency. And that message resonates a lot with me. So um, just wanted to promote that, a little extra special promotion on that, because his store uh, has, like I said, so many different awesome things. He's got hats, patches, t-shirts of all kinds, men and women, um, all kinds of cool stuff. Definitely check it out, focalfuse.com shop. But let's get into this episode. I hope you enjoy Welcome to the most important podcast, Matt. <laughs> I want to ask you. I've, I know I've been having some technical difficulties here. You're a kind of guy who uh, deals with technical things all day, every day. Uh, you're what is described as a multidisciplinary designer. Is that the best way to describe it?
1: Yeah, I mean, people have called me many different things. That that's kind of one of the terms that I like to phrase it as. It's, Multi- multidisciplinary covers a lot of ground and I feel like with what I do I definitely have covered a lot of different ground as far as I go in the creative space so yeah that, that's definitely one way of putting it.
0: So I I like to ask everybody you know where this all started and with you I'm, I'm really interested because you do so many different things uh, such a, a, a wide span of different specialties but I wanted to know where do you feel like this all started for you?
1: I mean, to be honest, I've always kind of been into creative things and outlets like since I was a kid. So growing up, uh, big on watching movies and uh, just any kind of art in general, I was really drawn towards like music as well and like vinyl covers, just going through all the different kind of iconic covers and seeing those kind of things are more impactful and staying with you throughout time. So being exposed to all that stuff growing up and kind of also just being uh, like in that skateboarding scene too. I was just drawn to that kind of um, art sort of culture. If you would, if you would kind of put it that, I would say. Uh, but yeah, definitely uh, a lot of people in my family were creative. My grandma always painted and I was inspired to be growing up uh, to see kind of the stuff she did. So um, I kind of attribute some of that to my early childhood, just being around some of that.
0: Nice. All right. Uh, so I want to ask you: you you do a couple things, but I know you started Focal Fuse a couple years ago, uh, roughly. Uh, tell us about Focal Fuse. Tell people who are unfamiliar what you do with that business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh, Focal Fuse, I founded that in two thousand nineteen. Um, however, and so what that is, kind of long story short, uh, we provide goods and services in the branding space. So. Uh, whether that's graphic design kind of marketing materials and different uh, visual identity items things like uh, logos color systems uh, patterns type systems all of the different things that kind of encompass what a visual identity or, or a company would be looking for in a startup phase or or anybody who's already established who is looking to refresh kind of build morale or um, reach whoever their audience is specifically like that's kind of all whole idea of what focal fuse does in the services sense. And then the good side of this is, uh, you know, as a creative, I like to come up with different uh, apparel and patches and different hats and things like that, poster, all sorts of cool stuff. So, uh, focal views kind of like a goods and services company that provides both of those or fuses them together, if you will. Um, more so than that, um, It all kind of started before Vocal Feuds. I had always been freelancing since I can remember. Uh, I remember having like Photoshop Elements, like six. I think that was back in 2016 or 17 that that came out. So ever since then, I've been in that kind of space of design, uh, layout, and creating different photo manipulations and things like that. So uh, being bigger into like the music scene, I would do different cover arts and designs things that aligned with the things that i was interested in uh and from there i kind of kept doing that uh, on a more professional level or for bigger bigger people that were doing things at a higher level so um i kind of took everything more serious established the company in 2019 and then kind of went from there i took on different creative projects and been a part of different branding and marketing initiatives so it's been uh quite the journey but um I'm, I'm learning new things every day and trying to always put out the best product uh, with that. You know, focus, service, and craftsmanship are kind of the three pillars of things that I focus on with that company. Um, and then trying to deliver every single time at a high level. Bringing that value is kind of the main factor when it comes to that. Because Focal Fuse was originally kind of founded to bridge the gap between like your, your average freelancer, beginner freelancer. Um, And then your huge design agency, which is going to have huge overhead, multiple different people who are points of contact. So uh, it was kind of created as a way to streamline some of that process for companies that are either in their startup phase or uh, small businesses that are somewhat already established to really kind of help them give value and and to kind of speak to their target audiences in a way that uh, kind of aligns and feels kind of natural. So.
0: And I, you know, your work, your output is tremendous. I see, I follow Focal Fuse everywhere that I, that I'm aware of online. But uh, every time I check your page, there's always something new. And it's amazing because a lot of people, uh, whatever they're doing uh, with design or branding, it seems like there's people who have, you know, a decent, steady output, but you are just like always going. I always see something new, like a new video or some new logos or a design or maybe something um, educational that you're putting out you're always trying to give like some tips about things that are just inspirational Uh, so I love everything I see you doing with Focal Fuse but I wanted to ask you about Bopper also I went to sign up for it just for most important podcast but I, I feel like I didn't even know enough about it tell us about Bopper and what you do with that no,
1: awesome. No, I appreciate that. Um, And a- absolutely. Um, so Bopper is another kind of fun project that I got to work on. Um, it's been something that we kind of, me and two of my really good friends that I grew up with um, kind of came together for this. And we've all kind of worked out projects in the past before and helped each other out. Um, So this was kind of a project that we wanted to come together to help all three of us solve a problem that we all had ourselves as business owners. Um, and then also kind of spread that throughout. So um, the whole kind of concept of Bobber came to be in uh, early 2020 to the to 2021. Um, we kind of every got everything built up in that startup phase. But um, what it is essentially is uh, one place to share everything. Um, another way of looking at it in its physical form is a digital business card or the last business card you'll ever need. Um, and it was designed to essentially replace the paper business card um, or offer another solution to the paper business card uh, because nowadays we all know that the price of paper is skyrocketing but it's also not the most efficient way of doing things in a digital world so we wanted to create something that would allow us all to solve a problem that we had which was we go to a place whether that's a networking event or a job or something that we're doing where we would be asked for a business card and we don't have it on our person at the time because you know it's either in a video case or it's back in a, in a van or you know forgot it at home type of deal so everybody you know has a phone that they bring with them or everybody is pretty much tapped in wherever they go with a wallet or something like that so um we provided a, a different platform in a way for people to connect instantly um, and share kind of everywhere that they exist online in one place um, and have total control over what they share. So um, it's essentially an app and a product. Uh, it's available on the App Store Google Play Store and anywhere you download your your apps, you can download. It's called Bopper, B-O-P-P-R. And yeah, it's it's a really efficient and quick way for people to share everything in on one spot.
0: I love it. I there's I know when I started my first podcast, I remember ordering some business cards and it was like 10 or $12 for 500 business cards. And this was like 2015, not that long ago.
1: I was going to say that's the low end because nowadays it's definitely increased. And I know people spending close to $100 just for, you know, quality cards, whether that's 100 or 500 cards. Um, And I've worked in print shops before, and I can tell you firsthand that it's it's wasteful and it does cost a lot of money. It's it's nice to have that physical thing to see and hold in your hand, which is nice because then we also sell and uh, offer these cards, which are pretty much kind of like your kind of credit card material or debit card material. So it's more of a thicker, durable card, but you only need the one to connect with people and the other people don't need the app either so it's kind of a win-win you could have it other people don't need the app, but most people experience it and want to download it once they do so uh, it's just an efficiency thing i know a lot of people that are like me don't like to necessarily spell things out all the time for people or don't have the time or are in an environment where it's loud and noisy and you can't always hear somebody easily to understand what they're telling you so you type in their information you might get it wrong uh, they hand you a paper business card and you put it in your pocket. Chances are when you take your phone out of your pocket, it falls out, you lose it, or you accidentally throw it out. Or you purposely throw it out because, let's be honest, people don't like carrying things around with them. Um, so that was kind of a, a no-brainer for us. Is this is a way to instantly connect with somebody, allow them to follow up with you without having to hold and walk around with a paper business card. And then still being able to come back and refer to all the different places where they can get in touch with you or connect with you just by having that in their Internet browser. So um, it was something that it was a lot of hard work to put together. But between the three uh, three of the co-founders, me and my two other partners, uh, it was something that's been a really rewarding Family uh, Put a lot of groundwork in going to different expos and getting the word out. Um, in various industries so it's been nothing short of a blessing
0: Man, it, that is an amazing innovation an amazing idea I hope everyone listening checks this out because that's like you said it's just such an easier way to connect and it's something everyone's doing if, if you're a, a creative person of any kind in the podcasting world um, anything out there in terms of being creative it's a, such an easy way to connect even for business people and just everyone out there. Uh, So makes total sense. So I want to ask you, I don't want to like, have you give out any trade secrets or anything. But when you get a project that comes to you, I know uh, you've done a couple projects for me. And so I have a a general idea. But for people who are like, considering doing what you're doing, uh, or someone looking to kind of get into that area how do you approach a project when you start it is there like a general philosophy that you have or a general approach
1: yeah like i said so a little bit before i touched on it i really everything is about the service and bringing craftsmanship and like this kind of custom feel um the really the whole experience all around i want to be something that's smooth and easy and fun for both parties so like when i say focal fuse I kind of play on that word a little bit and and say it's fun and focused Um, there's definitely a focus on the end goal so up front when we first begin processes onboarding it's really just all about understanding because I need to understand if I'm the right fit for a certain project because there's a lot of times where people might come to me and I might not even be the best fit for the project or there might be a better solution that's either faster or more affordable or uh, something that's you know, that maybe I'm not even, uh, qualified to do as a skill or feel like I can offer the best. So I might delegate that to someone else. Um, but really it's all about asking the right questions and understanding what their goals are. Um, when someone comes to me and say they want a logo prod, uh, to do like a logo or a refresh for that, I really need to understand what it is that they're trying to do, who they're trying to speak to. I need to understand where all the different places are that this is going to exist. Like, is it going to be on a shelf next to 50 other products? Because then it's going to have to stand out and catch the eye of a specific person. And we're going to need to know a lot about that person to kind of cater this design towards them. So it's really all about asking a lot of the qualifying questions or discovery questions. Um, It's a lot more of like the strategy and the, the design thinking versus the actual design. And early on, when you first kind of start designing or I know speaking personally, it's like we kind of rush to get to the designing and, and not really focus a lot on the solution of the problem at hand first. When you kind of go throughout your career and you make some of those mistakes, you start learning like, hey, we need to slow down or think about some things a little bit here and frame up some different questions and uh, kind of get to the bottom of it before jumping in and just creating things that might look cool um so it's yeah it's really about understanding the project at hand and then kind of assembling things as you go throughout that process and obviously there's going to be some sort some hiccups along the way or some revisions sometimes that are needed um and it's it's really about initially answering the question the best way possible to make or to reduce and sometimes even eliminate that that process but um yeah, it's most importantly communication, of being on the right page with people to uh to kind of understand what's all needed, creating that project scope and then uh kind of going through it and, and getting all the deliverables done at the at the steps that make sense.
0: Yeah. No, it sounds like so like you said a lot of what you do is communication and pro- just understanding how to properly communicate everything from The very first step from the initiation from the customer to understanding what they want. Like you said, are you the right person for the job? That's amazing. So I know you said something earlier about skateboarding. I grew up skateboarding and uh, I know even to this day, it's been like years since I've even attempted to. I don't know if it's happening for me anytime soon. Um, But I wanted to know, um, like how does that type of stuff you know music and skateboarding how does it inspire you in the work that you do
1: well honestly it's like kind of like growing up in that culture of skateboarding and music throughout my early like teenage years and it and obviously like now i'm about to be 32 coming up in january so it's like i'm still on the board here and there uh when i have the time for it i try to get out and do what i can to stay active and kind of keep keep the rhythm with things but um. yeah, it's skateboarding and music, they've been a big part of kind of my upbringing just because of the impact they've had. I think music has a lot of impact on everybody and it affects everybody in a cool way. Um, helps bring people together and create community. And I know skateboarding especially, the one thing about that I'll say is like, when you do that, you're going to fall down so many times. And when you commit to learning a trick or commit to doing something, and you finally do it that feeling is so good that you you start to just want to repeat that and do that over and over so it gives you that resilience and it gives you that kind of thick skin that you need when it comes to doing business or when it comes to helping other people solve problems because um, it just teaches you to get back up or look at things from a new perspective or when you're not landing a trick it's like why you kind of diagnose that problem the same way I would with a client or a customer it's, Okay, what am I doing wrong? Am I coming at it at the wrong angle? Is it you know is the speed too fast or too slow? Uh, is you know is it too windy? You know, any there can be many different factors, but it's really about figuring out what it is and then getting the feel for it so that you can get it right without hurting yourself. So, uh, same kind of thing when it comes to businesses they they want to be able to do something that is going to have a big impact without hurting their company or without kind of destroying any brand equity that they have already established in their company which is one reason why I feel like some people are sometimes a little bit hesitant or uh, concerned when it comes to, you know, refreshing things for the current day is like, there's already some equity in that or a lot of equity in that, you know, you imagine, uh, you know, you obviously see a lot of these companies nowadays simplifying their logos to make them a little bit more uh, versatile when it comes to all the different platforms and spaces that they need to exist versus back in the day, they might've only needed to show up one way on like a painted sign or something so um yeah it's it's just kind of uh, all over the map a little bit but the the skateboarding the music all together just kind of impacted things from style to the way i approach projects and uh, kind of has been like this guiding light that i've stuck with throughout the years where you know i've always kind of come back to it so I don't know. It keeps you grounded in a sense, keeps you always growing and learning. And it, it gives you kind of that student mentality where you're like trying to accomplish more. Try to st- stick with it. I'll try to stick with it as long as I can without hurting myself too much.
0: No, I, you can see behind me, I got records. I'm music, uh, keeps me going a lot. I mean, it's, it's a big part of my life. Skateboarding still every day. Like it never leaves you. You'll, if you ever skateboarded for a short amount of time in your life, you'll start looking at everything as if it's a, you know, you know, should I, could I use that? Uh, you're looking at the outside of the courthouse wondering, hmm, what could I do there? Like, it never leaves you.
1: <laughs> yeah, the same thing with design. It's like any restaurant I go to now, their menus I'm just like, come on, man. It's like if it's a physical menu, they got to bring it to the table. Now, if they're using boppers, their digital menu, you know, then it's different then it's like a convenience but yeah when it comes to that physical thing if i'm old and self, i want it to be easy to read you know be able to navigate through it but yeah it's one of those things where it kind of always stays with you to let it read go
0: yeah no i get it i want to ask you because you've done i feel like you've done so many projects that the projects that i'm like not aware of like i said i see everything through like your instagram and facebook everywhere but i, I was interested to know and like what what's been one of your or some of your favorite projects so far in all the things you've done
1: yeah for sure i some of them i can't even talk about right now to be honest like some of the ones that have been the most exciting but i will say just like throughout my whole time doing things um kind of growing up i've been working with this band arthur clark for a long time um and that's been pretty cool like to to kind of grow it down over the years it's been like eight years nine years now so like working to help them kind of grow and develop along with all the different people and that whole tribe and community that they've built over the years, that's been super special. And, uh, it's been really cool to see like their growth and progression. And it also allows me to kind of dabble in different things from like the design and, uh, cover art to, to like photography and event, event photos and doing banner photos and music videos and all these different things. And then from them, even getting to work with other artists that are in that space too, uh, that I've kind of looked up to or had music on my playlists, even where I've been like, oh, this is crazy. Like that. I get to work with these people. So, um, it's just, it's really cool working with them. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's so many different projects that I get to be a part of and they all are kind of unique in a sense, whether, you know, some have been more like outdoorsy where others are kind of in the fashion field. Um, you know a lot of things in the music and entertainment space as well, but it kind of, my what I do kind of takes me in all different directions, and I get to work with a lot of different people, and so I'm able to see things from all these different uh, kind of worldviews and different see things through different lenses, and uh, it's really kind of cool the things that you learn from being able to do that. So, I could you know one week work on at a event or uh, you know a bar a big barbering event. <clears throat> and then the next week i might like be working on you know something with like landscaping or you, you like see so you never know and you kind of have to do a lot of research when it comes to working in different space uh different spaces excuse me so um with that yeah you start to learn a lot of different things about different industries and different markets and, and kind of like who those people are that you're going to be communicating to so that's that's kind of really cool but yeah, overall, I just I worked with a lot of different people throughout the years, uh, way too many to name, but I'm definitely appreciative for every project that I get to to take on and work with people, and uh, it's really cool to see like what we can build together. You know, when we do put ideas together and just make them bigger than what they ever would thought initially. So, um, yeah, a lot of a lot of really fun things
0: definitely i know i can uh, i pretty much credit earth to clark for bringing you to my awareness or making me aware of your work because yeah i know it was probably around 2015 you did a logo for an event that was going on at that time and like even then i this was before focal fuse you, i mean i saw all kinds of stuff you're doing and so i've seen you progress over the years and you've just like skyrocketed taken off so it, it's amazing to see because there's a lot of people who just try and i know even with podcasting myself um, anything you do there's always a chance to fail i've had a lot of setbacks but you really you've been like grinding non-stop and it shows so i just want to let you know it, it does show there
1: i appreciate that yeah it's been a lot of uh like you said a lot of failures that you learned from it it's just about not stopping like that's That's the main point to me is like, I feel like you don't lose unless you stop. If you keep going, you're still going to keep progressing and compounding little things and achievements day by day. So it's never really a matter of of you failed unless you completely stop.
0: Exactly. All right. I want to ask you about challenging moments because like I said, uh, when we started this very episode, you know, there's always something I know for me, there's always something that comes up. So when those little things, you know, they, they could be little, they could be big, but challenges, what do you do about them when they pop up?
1: Yeah, I mean, life happens to all of us and it's really just about kind of slowing down and thinking about things. And I know sometimes it's easy to be, um, you know, really reactive in the moment, trying to find a quick solution or a quick response to something. But especially since we're, we're tied to our phones and the technology, it seems like almost 24-7. Uh, to be caught up in different you know work emails or different phone calls and messages um, just kind of sometimes taking a step back to think about things and then go and then approaching it after that um, you know it's it's tough because different challenges come in and there's you know sometimes it's easier to find a solution and it's a quick fix and other times it it's not there's no real easy answer for it and it's almost about reverse engineering what doesn't work until you find what does and i have found that out a lot you know over the years it's like no one's really had any answers that they've handed to me i've spent thousands and thousands of hours like learning online um reading books trying to study people who did it before me who i looked up to and i hold myself to a very high standard so when i come to a project I find myself getting challenged on things a lot. You know, if if it's in the video production world, there's a handful of things that can go around all the time and they usually always do. Uh, When it comes to design projects, there's always certain, you know, directions I might want to go with a project where it just doesn't make sense to do it that way. So then you kind of got to revert back to to rethinking the approach for certain things. So um, the main thing about challenges though is you just got to keep finding uh, a different way or you know it's it's the problem is persistent just keep being persistent and finding a solution for it um because yeah there's no there's no real way of getting around challenges that are going to happen and it's almost better to expect that that they're going to happen because then you can be ready for when they do
0: absolutely absolutely well i i know with like when it comes to being productive uh Bopper is like one of those things where, like you said, connecting it makes it one hundred percent easier. But like, do you have any other tips for like daily productivity for people who do something similar to what you do, or for creative types of any kind?
1: Yeah, number one um, is create systems. It makes everything easier. So having a systemized way of doing things, whether that is in life, um, you know. For me, one of the things I like to do is always getting my kids clothes out the night before, um, getting their school stuff ready the night before, just so that I know going into the morning that, you know, we're prepared, we're good to go. You know, there's anything if there's, you know, anything that is happening in the morning that needs attention, there's still things that are in order. Same thing is with uh, designing. You don't want to just have guesswork every time a new client comes to you. You want to kind of already know what questions that you want to ask them to get the uh, details and answers that you need and, and that information in order to do a good job on the project and have all of the kind of specs in mind. So it's, it's yeah, definitely creating, creating systems to be more productive, especially on the repeatable work um, and things that you're doing a lot. Um, I'll even save you know create file folders that are structured a certain way so that with every new project I'm not reinventing the wheel each time it's just okay create a duplicate of this folder everything's in here ready to go I have all these documents created that I can send off for onboarding and for offboarding and um, it creates this kind of streamlined process that everybody enjoys because it's not dragged out Uh, people don't have to worry about working with, you know, 15 different people and having all these different points of contact. Oh, I think it was Tony that said this, or I think, you know, David or Susan said something else. So it's like you get to talk to one person who's with you from the beginning to the end. A lot of people like that because, uh, you know, there's there's somebody there to give you that feedback. There's somebody there that you can kind of have this partnership with, in a sense, um, where I'm not necessarily looking at people as a client per se, it's more like we're partnering up on this project to to deliver a result that's gonna benefit you and it's gonna benefit me because um I'm able to showcase um this in my portfolio as well and I'm able to um show other people this company and help promote their company, market their company as well. Um and so it's not really about me per se. It's just about the end goal and helping those people get kind of whatever outcome that they're looking for so you know more is it more subscribers is it more product sales is it um you know more people that are aware of their brand so it just you know it comes down again to the the strategy of everything
0: man there's so much to it but that's why you know for anyone who's searching for services like this definitely inquire with matt because i know some of this I, I know I try, uh, like I keep comparing this to podcasting because there's so many things that I just simply, it, it's an effort, it's a daily doing, making sure you're constantly having some kind of output every day, but uh, there's no exact recipe to it, no one formula, it's just staying busy, doing everything you can, and uh, just having you know the confidence, hoping, fingers crossed that you're doing it right at least with podcasting, but, um, Matt, you're the real deal. You, 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 your output matches, you know, everything you say.
1: No, I appreciate that. Yeah. There's always something on the to-do list. That's for sure. Um, and you know, having a family interest about prioritizing everything as you know, you know, just trying to get everything done as you can. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that, uh, I don't know, you, you know, the passion I think keeps you sticking with it and get you going through all the the painful times or the times that are a little challenging so
0: yep yep nope i get it uh so i want to ask you we're getting down to the last couple questions i got for you and i always like to ask because you know everyone's unique with resources that they use on a daily basis things you check into Uh, what's some you know resources or online things stuff you would recommend to other people for
1: sure i i'm very uh adamant about the Adobe Creative Suite, that's, I use that on a daily basis for a lot of the projects that I'm working on. Um, that, you know, everything from Illustrator to Photoshop to Lightworm to, uh, you know, InDesign, After Effects, all of, all of them. So, for all the different projects that I've worked on over the years, I've gotten, um, got my hands in, in all those programs and I had to learn them and do a lot of the different projects throughout those. So, definitely them um adobe color is another one to outline i like to go to uh it's a kind of a cool way to go find different color uh, systems for different branding or designs so that's something that's you know kind of handy for other designers that are out there youtube obviously is like huge because that's almost like a university in a sense where you can learn anything on there from anybody that you want to be an instructor in a sense if you find somebody that you like their personality or you like the way they're delivering the, the information that you want you can almost go on there and just learn an entire course you know or take a semester's worth of college from online videos um so yeah i that's how i kind of first started up with video and learning the ins and outs of that Is I would spend hours online watching tutorials and watching how other people did it and looking at different directors doing storyboarding and lighting and the cinematography and learning like about electrical and all these different things that go into it that, you know, might not the average person might not think about, but it's just uh, really kind of applying yourself and going in there. So, um, yeah, that was another one. There's, there's a, I use a program that, people can't even really get now but my buddy created it and i use all the time it's called driveific somebody needs to come and buy it because it's the most ridiculous like systemized process i'm telling you i use this thing for all of my business documenting and and acumen stuff and it comes in handy and it's not only coming in handy and using it on a daily basis for like project management and um, you know, sending out invoices and and just seeing all the data from from business. But it's also allowed me to save money in the sense of I was able to eliminate like DocuSign, QuickBooks and all these other programs that I was using before, uh, which now I could do all in one spot as well. So um, that's another cool one. I'm not even sure if it's available for everybody to access right now, but I know he's keeping it alive for uh, a number of people that still use it to this day and i you know i love it. but yeah those are just a few i'd say um and then obviously bopper adds you know your one spot again to share everything which nowadays everybody's looking for other people to follow them or to scan a qr code or to to, to see them somewhere so it's, it gives you all the options that comes to that
0: right all right. So down to the last question here. I, I always like to ask everybody, like, uh, like I said, again, everyone's unique, but, uh, is there like a specific message, anything you, one last message you'd like to leave everyone with something important?
1: I think the biggest thing for me is, um, being patient and, uh, kind of looking at success as like a journey and not a, a destination because we're all kind of like caught up in life a lot of times and like chasing something, whether that's a goal or a certain, you know, achievement or whatever that may look like to each person, uh, really just kind of enjoying the process and everyday life and trying to, uh, give yourself permission to like be present, to be happy with what you currently have and not having to like look out externally for that or to accomplish anything for that. Uh, I know one thing that's huge with like designers and and a lot of people in the entertainment world and in that sense is the the mental health. And we we a lot of times like associate ourselves with our work and say like this is us or this is what defines who we are as like our identity. Um, and a lot of that, it come come into like the personal branding thing where we're trying to say certain things or, you know, cover certain topics that educate people that we're like-minded to or whatever the case is, our audience of people that you want to connect with, but just giving yourself permission to really, um, to just be okay with, you know, embracing the, the time that you're currently in, not kind of like wishing an end result would happen. Um, as, as much as I would like to say, you know, you know, this is my end goal and I want it right now. Just being kind of patient and enjoying the, the journey, the ups and downs, like the, the grind and grit of the early stages of anything, um, kind of like embracing that struggle and being okay with that. And just knowing that like you have faith that things are going to be where they need to be. And it's really not in my control. All I know is like, I can show up every day, be consistent and, and take the necessary breaks when needed. But, um, you know, give myself that space to, to, to be, and to enjoy the journey.
0: Man, I get it. I like it. All right, Matt. Well, I got to thank you again. This is, uh, I really appreciate you coming on and uh, talking with us, but I'm going to, you know, promote all your websites. It's in the intro to this episode. Uh, again, thank you for coming on. Appreciate
1: it. I appreciate you uh, for creating this platform and definitely, uh, for, for reaching out to me. Been a pleasure. All
0: right. Take care, Matt. Yeah, take care.